0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: This is the news and talk station of New York with Greg jelly real, real New York. 77
2: WABC. Hello? Test yes, it works. Hi. Um, December 20th, 21, 22, 23, 24. Christmas Eve is Friday. Christmas Day is Saturday. I know it's not starting to feel a lot like Christmas uh, for a lot of us. Uh, All this hysteria. Omicron. Hey, why do you have to go out and get a test for Omicron? All morning long, I see lines of people out on the street. They're taking their cars to these massive testing ports in in Florida, can somebody out there please explain it to me why you would get tested? What is the uh, – why would you would wait online to get tested? Why? Um, now, I believe if it's a mandate thing and your employer is making you do it, the employer's got to get you the test, right? No, maybe not. Maybe they can make you go off and get it. I don't know. I have a feeling they've been all prompted because fake news is freaking out about Omicron, which is not as severe, uh, certainly not as lethal as the traditional COVID virus. Everyone's going out to get a test, not me, because if you get a test, what, what do you do then? You stay home. You can't take the cure COVID pill. There is none. Now you can talk about um, there are therapeutics, Regeneron, Rezeveron, but um, you'll get that if you have to go to the hospital. I don't know. I mean, if you're well enough to go get tested, maybe you should... Uh, not worry about it. Or if you're sick enough to think that you might have the COVID, maybe just stay home and get better. You know, you can recover, especially if you're a younger, healthy person, generally speaking. If you've got all those pre-existing conditions, I get it. you got to go get it checked out. Uh, but waiting in line, especially in cold weather, <laughs> people are – and they're all huddled together. They're bunched together. Anyway, it's just if you know – and if, if there's a – is there a doctor in the house – I mean, seriously, who's the closest doctor we have around here? Um, Lydia took a biology course in college, and she's pretty good at that stuff. But I think we need need somebody with, you know, MD, RN. I mean, actually, okay, Lydia's got good – oh, yes? Dr. Dr. Mikolos. Let's get Dr. Mikolos on the phone and find out why are these people – running out and getting tested. Is there any reason to do that? All right. Regarding the not feeling like Christmas thing, you know what? I'm not going to blame a department store on that. I'm not going to blame MTV. I'm not going to blame Joe Biden. I'm going to blame me, myself, and I, and you. Or if you're a believer, it's incumbent upon you. It's incumbent upon me to get close to the Lord, know him as best we can, get into that Bible, And spread the word. What's wrong with that? What's keeping you from doing that? I don't care what they're showing on MSNBC. I don't care what they're saying on CNN. I, I, well, I do because it's so amusing. But uh, nothing is preventing us from getting closer to him through the Bible. And here I have a message for uh, Irene. I think she's somewhere up in Connecticut. Irene! Irene! I'll send it this week. I haven't sent it. I have a special package for Irene. You're not supposed to use the radio airways for personal messages to individuals, but I will send you your personal Bible this week. I did not get to the post office. I don't even know how to go to the post office anymore. When's the last time you went? And now with COVID, it's even harder. Hey, we got to thank Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin. Uh, He is the Democrat senator, one of them from West Virginia. And unlike most Democrats, the guy's got some common sense. The guy, uh and he said no to build back better. It was all hinging on this one vote. If he doesn't go with it, they don't have the votes to pass this thing in the Senate. Bye-bye Joe Biden's uh, entire legislative agenda. They even are saying, like, there goes his presidency. I'm totally fine with that, by the way. And there was so much crap pork. 1,400 pages. Not everybody knew what was in this thing. They are sneaking all kinds of weird stuff in there. That's the way government operates. Excess, excess, nonsense, waste, uh, sometimes plenty of fraud and abuse. Okay, here's Joe Manchin on the uh, on the Brett Bear Show, temporarily called the Brett Bear Show, saying no to build back better.
3: I've always said this. If I can't go home and explain it to the people of West Virginia, I can't vote for it. And I cannot vote to continue with this piece of legislation. I just can't. I've tried everything humanly possible. I can't get there. This is a no on this legislation. I have tried everything I know to do. And uh, the president has worked diligently. He's been wonderful to work with. He knows I've had concerns and, and, and the problems I've had. And, and you know, the thing that we should all be is directing our attention towards the variant, the COVID that we have coming back at us in so many different aspects in different ways it's affecting our lives again uh, we have inflation that basically could harm really harm a lot of Americans and especially those who are, are most needy and having a hard time struggling right now. so I think that's where our attention needs to be directed towards immediately
2: uh I'm in Joe manchin I like your style. I think you're uh, uh, you're part of the hype regarding uh, the omicron and all that stuff uh, but uh, if you can't explain it. To your constituents back home, that should be the that should be the test. That should be the litmus test, you know. And the government was never intended to be this big and complex, and quite frankly, weird. Uh, it wasn't by our founding fathers, and that's kind of what it's all about. In the Constitution, there's no real. The Department of Commerce isn't in the Constitution, by the way. The red tape, you know. Joe Biden the other day said, uh, uh, "Let's see if you." Uh, If you have a great idea and you're black, the deck is stacked against you because your idea is great, but you don't know how to hire a lawyer. You don't know how to hire an accountant. You don't even – and you don't have the means to do any of those things. So we're going to make that all right for you. We're going to fix that for you. Uh, As a matter of fact, that's what he's always saying. That's what he's been saying for 50 years We're going to do something. Someday we're going to get around with it. That's what Democrats do. It's always just around the corner, isn't it? Uh, Cut 47.
4: We're expanding summer programs and job opportunities and other services to keep young people safe and set them up for success. We're helping formerly incarcerated people reenter their communities. We're going to reinstate access to Pell Grants, job training, apprenticeships, proven pathways to a better life.
2: It sounds great. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to try accessing, accessing any of that stuff, by the way, even when they, even if they should make it happen, if it's so, they make it so hard to get through this red tape. I saw on a website, if you're on welfare and you can't make your rent, apply here and we'll fix that for you. And out of curiosity, I went through it and I'm like, oh my God, this is hard. And you got to, you got to submit all this stuff. You've got to navigate this website first of all, and after about forty-five minutes on it, uh, I was like, "If if you can make it through all this stuff, you've got the skill, the intelligence, and wherewithal to buy the building you're living in. Forget welfare. Forget a break on your rent check. If you can navigate the government bureaucracy, you've got the intelligence to buy the building." Um, they made it all too hard. Because let's face it, most of the folks who are in that bind, who happen to find themselves on welfare and struggling with the rent, they can't make their way through this ridiculous bureaucracy. They got enough problems. They got enough challenges. They, if they had the skill, they wouldn't be on welfare. They wouldn't be falling behind on their rent. I know what happens. I'm not – no disrespect to them. This is though so, – The government is out of control, and I really like what Joe Manchin said. All right? If you can't explain it to the people back home, um, you know, I'm not going to vote for it. And enough with the empty promises. Okay, Joe? 47.
4: We're expanding summer programs and job opportunities and other services to keep young people safe and set them up for success. We're helping formerly incarcerated people reenter their communities. We're going to reinstate access to Pell Grants, job training, apprenticeships, proven pathways to a better life.
2: It always sounds great. It just always sounds like it's going to be fantastic. But it never really turns out that way. It never just all that stuff, all these ideas. Lyndon Johnson threw so much money at Urban America, the Great Society. And all that money, you know what it coincided with? The destruction of the African-American family in America. The government is the problem. I'll be right back.
1: This is Greg Kelly on 77
2: WABC. Uh, Wow, poor Kamala Harris. What the hell is wrong with her? She can't get through a friendly interview with Charlemagne. I'm not going to call Charlemagne... To god is that what he calls himself he's a very popular and successful DJ and radio talk show host and he's also got a TV show I'm just gonna call him Charlemagne what the hell is up with his name to god T-H-A-G-O-D. sounds like it could be uh sacrilegious but whatever charlemagne is uh is the man on the radio FM radio not uh, you know he does what he does and that's fine but uh he interviewed Kamala Harris. And things did not go well. Uh, let's see here. What is this? Uh, cut seventy-eight. I who's the superhero that's going to speak against Joe I'm Manchin? No, oh. I want to know who's the real
1: president of this country. Is it by? Bi- is it Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? I'm
5: sorry. I just want to interrupt, but the I interrupt I'm going to be vice president here. It's Simone. I'm so sorry, Charles. We
6: have to wrap.
1: She can, 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 hear, hear, me. Me. can
7: you hear me. Can you hear me now?
1: Can you hear me, Madam okay, Vice well, I'm sorry. You got
7: a rap? Oh, so I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt.
1: They're acting like they can't hear me.
8: <laughs> I can hear you. Oh, so who's the real? I can hear you.
2: So, uh, all right, that's Simone Sanders. Things are getting – she's not excelling in this interview, and it gets a little uh, pointed, I guess. Hey, who's running this country, Joe Biden or Joe Manchin? And the Simone Sanders, who's quitting, by the way, and I actually – I actually am seeing right now that she's not very good at the job. All right? That's very heavy-handed. You don't interrupt like that. Can I hear that? Just the interruption, 78? I, who's the superhero that's going to speak against Joe Manchin? No, oh. I want you know to know who's you the had, real you know president of this country. I would have fired, fired, fired Simone if she jumped into an interview like that. Because what's her name? Kamala Harris is really looking like, what the hell are you doing here? And what the hell are you doing there, Simone? who by the way was hired because she's a black woman. Period. Period. You can look it up. You can look it up. There's this whole thing. Joe Biden is with his top advisors. They all happen to be white. This is back in 2018. And and they say to him out loud. They say, "Joe, uh you got a problem here. Everybody around you is a white person. You need some people of color." And they say, "Well, name a person of color who I should hire." And they mention uh Simone Sanders, who's like 29. Worked in Nebraska. No big deal. No big superstar. Whatever. I mean, none of them are any big deal, really, in politics. You know, these these millennials who work at the White House, they're just ordinary people. You work on, you know, one day you're trying to get some jerk elected to the United States, uh, to the New York State Assembly, and then the next day you're working for the president. It's just, that's the way it goes in politics. So Joe Biden wines and dines. Simone Sanders gives her a two-hour tour of his mansion, one of his four. And says, you know, you really should work for me. And Simone is skeptical about the whole thing. Anyway, she ultimately gets a job and she proceeds to screw it up as you just heard. Uh, I actually felt bad for Kamala Harris for a moment, but then again, Kamala really was having a hard time. I mean, she should not be, she should not be boxed in by Charlemagne. He's fine, but you know, she's a professional politician. We thought what happened next? Cut 79.
1: Who's the real president of this country? Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden,
3: Madam Vice President? Come on, Charlemagne. I really... On, I, it's Joe Biden. I can't no, tell no, sometimes. No, no,
6: no, 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 no. It's Joe Biden. And don't start talking like a Republican about asking whether or not he's president.
1: Do you think Joe Manchin and, is and a it's
6: problem? Joe Bi- and, it's Joe Bi- and it's Joe Biden. And I'm vice president. And my name is Kamala
2: Harris. Like, Why is she going... Why does she go there? Why? I am Kamala Harris, and I'm the vice president. I am Greg Kelly. I am the host of the Greg Kelly Report Show. Hey, Howard, are you on the phone? Watch yourself, because I am Greg Kelly, host of the Greg Kelly Show. And uh, I want you to stop talking like a Republican or a Democrat or whatever you are. Howard, are you there? Hello? Yes, sir.
9: So if I went to WABC, the big cat would give me the building. That was like a Saturday Night Lights kid. Forget about them over there. And Charlemagne, that's a girl's name. Is that a girl with a guy's voice or a guy with a girl's name? And listen, Kamala Harris, she's there, but
2: she's not Hey, hold thinking. on a second. Charlemagne, Charlemagne is a uh, – Charlemagne, that's a – it's a European – granted, it's not uh, common, but that is not a female name. Charlemagne, who is the figure in history? There was a big Charlemagne – he did something in France important. Anyway, Howard, what else? <laughs> All right,
9: um, Napoleon. Okay, listen, this stuff that's going on with the Democratic Party, we could talk about them from now, from forever. The thing is, I want to tell people there's no bail law that they have in New York State Carl Hastings and Andrea Cousins are the two main people in the state legislature of New York who put this together, rammed it down our throat, attached other things in there to legalize all of the st- nonsense besides a no bail for criminally insane people in this st- state. They're never brought up on WABC radio. What are you guys afraid of over there? Hey, what Howard.
2: WABC? Howard. Greg, no, come on. Let's yeah. have a conversation, Greg. Uh, no, Howard. Shut up, first of all. Okay? Shut up. That's- no, 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 yeah, That's number one. Number two. Uh, have you been listening for the past, uh, year and a half? All right. Or when did I get here? March, nine months. Um, first of all, is Carl Hasty, not Carl Hastings. You don't know your facts. And number two, have you been listening to the Cuomo coverage? All right. You don't think we talk about bail reform? Howard's got all these great ideas. Howard, I tell you, if you want to host at WABC, you can do what I did. All right. You'd have to go back 20 years. You'd have to send your resume all over the country. Then you'd have to wait, wait a couple of months, and then go on interviews all over the country like I did. This is after nine years in the Marine Corps, first of all. Let's see. I got I interviewed at a, at a small station in Wisconsin. They said no. A small station in Alabama, they said no. And then a small station in upstate New York, they said yes. I learned the job. I was there, and then I went to another station, and then I went to another station. And then you, you, 20 years, 20 years And then in 20 years, you can show me your show, and I'll be like, okay, you can do it if you want. All right, so get back to me on that one, Howard. Now we got another Howard on the phone. uh, He's in Brooklyn. Yes, sir.
8: Hey, Greg, how are you? Fine. Greg, remember me? I'm the guy who lost all the weight. I'm keto and it's fasting.
2: I have no no recollection. No.
8: Yeah, we talked for a long time.
2: When? Um,. Yeah, we did
8: the, the the Tinder, the Bumble, and I never met on you, you
2: on Tinder. I don't. Go, I'm that not
8: that no, not no, no, me. No. You were you you were giving me the advice about not going out and feeding them and doing these things, and then what? they say, "Oh, I don't think there was." You a You must connection. have been calling
2: another radio show. I going out and feed, you mean taking a girl out? You gotta wait, feed them. You wait. gotta you gotta buy a meal.
8: Right. Well, we I did that, and that was a waste of time, and. Um, Hold oh, wait a second. Now I do remember you. Hold on, is. hold
2: on, hold on. You were going way overboard, elaborate, fancy, mm, all right. out. Why? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I remember you. Right. Oh, yes, and you did have you had the pretty good uh, intermittent fasting advice. Thank you, Howard. Good to hear from you again. So where do things stand? Wait, where the hell did he go? Oh, wait, damn it. Call him back. Howard, shoot, that was our mistake. Uh, get him back on the phone. This is important. It all came back to me. The keto, the intermittent fasting, you're very helpful, Howard. And we want to find out what's going on romantically. Please, uh, forgive me for not associating it right away. I was confused. I had Howard from the Bronx, who fancies himself quite the radio host, I see. Maria, you're next. I'll be right back. This is Greg Gulley on 77 WABC. Did you know that we're WABC, but NBC, NBC they've got an entire network dedicated to gay news it's the gay news network uh no kidding it's on this streaming it's all it's an offshoot of their streaming platform and it's nbc out nbc out can you imagine talking about uh Let's see here. NBC Out is the LGBTQ section of NBC News. We write and produce content about and of interest to the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer community. NBCOut.com. And, um, man, uh, whoever said they're pushing it down our throats, they're kind of pushing it down our throats. Here's the thing about this. It's of little or no interest to me. It's just... If you came into the door, and I have pretty good—what do they call it? Gaydar. Okay, it's not perfect, but you can kind of tell what what orientation people are. If somebody comes in, uh, you know, Jocko down the hall. I know he's straight. I, he, I Howard when he called before, and then somebody else I know named Lance. He I know that you know that, and that's fine. Howard wants to talk about his dating issues. That's okay because he wants to. And it's a challenge for him right now. If he were gay and he wanted to talk about it, fine. But to just dwell twenty-four-seven, literally on this, it's so limiting and also so boring. Yep, it's boring. There are bigger things to accomplish in life than just talk about what you like in the bedroom. And by the way, it ultimately is a waste of time. I mean, it's for procreation and, and it just everything that goes with it can be such a waste of time. Take it from me, not on the out world, but on the straight world. A lot of that stuff can be just a big waste of time and a distraction. And uh, it takes you away, I believe, from why we're all supposed to be here. Straight or gay or queer, whatever it is. OK, uh, I hope that all made sense. Maybe not. Howard. Uh, all right. Sorry we hung up on you. It was a mistake. Uh uh, what's up pal and how are things going i remember you you're you're divorced you're about 60 and you're looking for love right
8: yes and my new my birthday is new year's eve by the way happy happy six months for me
2: yeah all right happy birthday uh two weeks from now um, but okay what else uh second i've got
8: three women that i'm interested in but the first thing that i want to mention to you is that
2: three women that about- you're interested in three it's, right. What it's about one about, at a time? Did you meet these girls online? On Bumble. Yeah. All right. So uh, so uh, take us through it.
8: Okay. The first one is visiting, visiting her parents in Florida. She calls me like every other day to see how I'm feeling. She's a really nice woman. Um, she is Jewish, go figure. So I married a Jewish woman for 15 years, and I did the hard labor, but... Hey, it's okay. Sounds um, nice to daughter.
2: me. What's okay? What? But uh, does she know that you're considering uh, two others, that two others are in contention right now? Uh, no, no, she does not.
8: I will let her. Uh, but here's the thing. My daughter did give me a call, and she told me that she loves me, and she's coming to visit, and I'm taking her to a Broadway show.
2: And um, What, you really want to get the Omicron, don't you? I'm only no, she, kidding. No, I, 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 I.
8: no, actually, life has been really good. Well, those right. shows
2: may not be open on New Year's Eve. Anyway, all right. So your daughter loves you. I don't see the problem yet, but keep going.
8: Okay, so I went out Saturday night to an Irish pub with a really nice woman.
2: You took her to an um, Irish pub on a Saturday night. Oh yeah yeah. All right yeah and
8: okay. I know the I know the bartenders because I give them a nice tip, and they know what I like to eat and. She was, like, completely blown away by how good the food was. And we were drinking – she liked the beer. They made their own beer and um, Irish whiskey. So So what happened? So we're going out again on Thursday for lunch on the Upper East Side. You're doing it all backwards, by the way.
2: You're doing it so backwards. You take her out on the Saturday night. Great. Okay, Saturday night. I wouldn't have gone to the Irish pub, but you went to – now you're going for lunch on a Thursday – you're going in reverse order. You're supposed to start out with a lunch, well, not really lunch, but then graduate to Saturday night dinner. You see what I'm saying? Well,
8: her and her three friends are going to Israel in January.
2: I understand. Okay. But, uh, just telling you, that, what difference is that? So, <laughs> so, like, that's know, irrelevant. All what right. does that have for, uh, to do with uh, the other? Right. Right. So which Okay, then well, I'm curious. What about the third one?
8: The third one is, um, lives in New Jersey. She's also Jewish, but the second one is the one I like the most the ones with the Irish pub. She's an orthopedic surgeon. Wow. I'm having back surgery in January. I'm having L3 fusion done, my second back
2: surgery. Well, all right. She sounds like, uh, well, then why are you wasting time with these other two?
8: Well, I don't know, but she actually wants to come to the Viking game with me on January 9th at U.S. Bank Stadium. We're going to do the skull chant. I've got the room. I've got the flight.
2: you got the room. Wait, wait a second. What room? What are you talking about?
8: What? Um, I've got the Hilton Embassy Suites downtown, Minneapolis.
2: You dog! You're taking her on the third date out of town, sleepaway. No, well, we got two rooms.
8: Uh, two one's rooms. her own room, and then I, I have my room. And I'm, we're going to Manny's for steaks. Uh, w- and we got tickets, and we're going to be doing the school. See, stand. here you
2: go again with you, and you, you, you splurged. You spent hundreds, thousands of dollars. No, who's, paying got, the, who's paying for the? Who's paying for the ticket? She's paying for the ticket. You mean the airplane ticket? What about the game ticket?
8: I already got that. My yeah. oh, yeah. yeah, tickets are and I got three tickets to the Hilton Embassy Suites. Because I Hilton I Embassy Randall Suites. Office. Wow. Well, excuse me. Yeah. Well, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's going
2: to be a fun time had by all. Well, you, and you know what? Maybe. No pressure. That, that's Even no the, pressure. You're going out of town with her, getting a hotel room, and getting on airplanes. That's pressure. Well, no it isn't. Yes it is. Oh my god. He can said, you imagine if you said, get there and you don't like each other, something she thinks happens.
8: I'm a total, she thinks I'm a total gentleman. She Yeah, but she doesn't know me. you that well. I but wait. I am? A total I said, "Listen, no pressure. If we're just friends, that's fine by me."
2: Howard, uh, yeah, right. That's fine with you. Sure. Hey, Howard, can I, I mean, go to, she, You want to go to the game with me? We'll just be yeah, buddies. Are you are you, are you a Viking fan? I don't even know what sport that is. So no, they're
8: playing tonight. They're playing in Chicago tonight. So Mother what, dude? Ball.
2: You're just totally. I'm telling you a million times. I've told you this before. You get so caught up in the trappings of the of the dating process, and you're not clued in enough to the person. You're and you well, you're just. And I don't like the fact that you got these this nice girl in Florida who you're quite frankly stringing along. All right, she doesn't have time. Neither do you. Know well, what I mean? She's
8: been her parents for the last month. She's been out of pocket.
2: She could be dating down there. Instead, she thinks she's coming back, you know, for something special with you. Although it's okay, not that listen. special, let's face it. Irish pub right. on a Saturday night. I like Irish right. pubs. I don't take what?
8: Greg, I have the very best joke to tell you that you, it's a clean joke, you're gonna love the joke.
2: I'm not in the mood for any jokes. I'm so heartbroken for these women, you're uh you you're, you're um, sc- look,
8: I told them no pressure,
2: we could just be Howard, playing. you know what you were turning into? A great you seem like at first I thought you were a nice guy from Brooklyn. I am. You're a, p you're a player. No I'm not. Uh, so fact, is hey look, it Greg, takes one to know one. I used to be a player. I know what you're doing.
8: Greg, it's the pain in the back. It's the L three. I'm having right, fusion surgery done.
2: I have exclusive so what? I mean, does that like special? Does that make it uh, okay for you to waste that girl's time in Florida, or to no, uh, we, we like, the nice Jewish like girl who's going to, to Israel next month? I mean, you you got back surgery.
8: Who no, cares? She's not Jewish. She's Chinese. She's been in the country thirty years. She's a, she's a rough surgeon. The one? She no, 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 I'm no. not
2: talking about her. I'm talking about the uh, the one who's going to. The one who's going to Israel next month—that's not the that's doctor, Ch- right?
8: That's the Chinese All right, woman Did, your life is too complicated the for me.
2: Well. I don't. I can't. I can't keep it all straight. Oh come How- on, it's easy, Howard. All right. Well, listen. I wish you luck. Uh, remember, uh, I. I think simple is good. Simple is best. You're. 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 You're conducting these relationships, especially with the middle one, like you've been together for a year and a half. You, you've. You've. You've gone to. Wait. Someone's texting me. What am I? Let's see what's going on here. Oh yeah, Maureen says Howard is a full-on player, a heartbreaker, and this is all unnecessary drama. That's from a woman. That's from a woman friend of mine. I'm I'm so far from that. You got to slow. I know. Well, we tell ourselves these things, Howard. We tell ourselves we're a nice guy. I would never. I would never use a woman. I would never string three women along on the same at the same time who I met on on the internet. Yet that's that's what you're doing.
8: Greg, I have a twenty one year old daughter. Why would I do anything that
2: horrible? I would never that's, do that. Well, that's not I mean horrible. There's horrible and there's horrible. I'm not saying it's horrible, horrible. I'm just saying it's it's what a lot of guys do. And I don't think you should be doing it. And don't hide behind your back surgery. Don't hide behind your birthday. And don't hide behind your daughter. I think you're playing a game with at least two of these girls and you're going all out and you and you go, You ever see the movie Swingers? No, I never You did. should watch it. You should watch. I watched, it's from the nineties. Legends it, with
8: Tom Hardy. I love that movie.
2: All right, has nothing to do with what I just said. So leave that no. alone. You got to, uh, you got to play it cool. You got to play it cool, both for your benefit and hers. You're just going all in. Wait, I should do this all the time. I, I'm telling you the truth, dude. I know what I'm talking about. All right. So Howard, I appreciate it very much. You are a nice guy, but I just. You know, look, I have made some of these mistakes myself. All right, Greg. She has. All two, right, has, I can't, you're, has, you're you're they're not in a you're not in receive mode. You're Greg, in. You're, she has
8: twins, and she took them out to Nutcracker on Sunday. Uh, was I was in birthday. I, I, that,
2: that doesn't mean anything. Thank you, Howard. Howard, I I have to run. I do. But uh, what difference does that make? You can still. Uh, you can. All right. Again, time wasted. All right. And these dates, if Howard's not listening to me, you got to make them like job interviews, pleasant, but like job interviews, very pleasant. You go to a simple location near where the girl lives and, you know, not too much with the plane and the Vikings and the chop and whatever, what all that stuff he was going to do. You got to get rid of all that stuff and keep it simple. Get an assessment of the individual compatibility. And in six months, if El's going well, then start talking overnight trips to Minnesota. I'll be right back.
1: This is Greg Kelly on 77 WABC.
2: All right. You heard everything we told Howard. And, uh, and guy to guy. Guy to guy. That was my best advice. Quite frankly, I think it was golden advice. However... I am a guy, and he's a guy. We're bringing in a woman now, Jacqueline Carl, <laughs> our Jackie Carl, Jacqueline Carl, our Jacqueline. Jacqueline, oh, pardon me. Okay, our our news anchor here, uh, yeah. Jacqueline. You heard most of the exchange. Yes. Um, what do you think? Uh, was I on to something? And what's Howard's deal?
10: I do think you're on to something, though it was tough to follow it because you know, no matter what you said, he his back hurt, his knee hurt. Uh, my head hurts from that phone call. <laughs> What's, yeah. What's I'm, going on with this guy?
2: Right. I'm like, dude, you should not bring her to an Irish bar. And she, we'd be like, well, she's going to Israel next month. Well,
10: like, is this uh, a first date?
2: Uh, it sounds like it's a second date. He gets very excited very early on, and he gets all like he just overplans the. Uh,
10: overplans? An Irish pub is overplanning?
2: No, but, you know, what comes. <laughs> good point. But what Thank comes you. next? I mean, he's like orchestrating the. <laughs> The Vikings game, the the Knicks tickets, the this, the 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 train to the plane, you know, just too much.
10: From what I heard, it sounded like a little bit of attention deficit on his end. I mean, he's really all over the place. And
2: you know what I mean, though, about that girl in Florida who's checking in with him, and he's very, and he already said, "I'm not," you know, "I I like the doctor, not that girl." And she's in Florida for a month, wasting her time thinking about this guy.
10: I hope she's not. I hope she's just like him and going through the same thing and dating around Florida.
2: You know what? That Well, there you go. Everyone's dating everybody. Everyone's on their <laughs> phone, totally checked out. No one's paying attention to anything. All right. Jackie, I know you got to get ready for the news. I thank you. You're very welcome. All right. Uh, so, um, all right. Oh, other things. Thank you for calling regarding the COVID testing. I will get to that in a little bit. The lines that go on forever, it doesn't seem to make any sense to me. If you start feeling headachy or flu like, don't you just stay home? Um, that would be President Trump with Bill O'Reilly. What an appearance. You know, Bill O'Reilly is on tour essentially with Donald Trump. They're selling out arenas. Trump said he got the booster. Good for him. He also said he's not for mandates. We'll have something to say about that, and uh, congratulations to Bill O'Reilly. This is a major, major deal he's on. We'll be right back.
1: This is Greg Gulley on 77 WABC.
2: Hey, I've been pretty tough on Eric Adams, as you know. Because, uh, well, uh, this is the last time I'm going to pick on Eric Adams for a while. All right? Um, now, I am going to pick on him right now when he <laughs> he's making the appointment of the new police commissioner. And uh, they're asking him a couple of questions. And for some reason, he just goes off. And then he says, I'm a hero. I'm a hero for doing this. I'm a hero for doing that. And she's a hero. And I'm a hero. I mean, who says stuff like this? All right, but after this, I'm done giving him a hard time, and I'll tell you why in a second. Okay, cut 38, please.
4: You know that after 20-something years, I fought against that abuse. I testified in federal court against that abuse. I spoke out against that abuse. So everyone should feel comfortable right now. The hero to stop the abuse chose a heroic police commissioner to make sure it doesn't happen. That's a good feeling we should have.
2: That's a good feeling we should have. That he was uh, running around, going to federal court, most <laughs> not telling the truth, trying to hook up his friends through that uh, phony organization. Organization, what a hundred black men in law enforcement. Just he was out for himself for a long time. All right, big time. And uh, through a fluke, he's now the mayor elect. Uh, rank choice voting and all this nonsense. You know, he's we used to elect giants to the mayoralty in New York, you know, Bloomberg, billionaire, Rudy Giuliani, most successful federal prosecutor ever, Uh, Ed Koch, I mean, you know, talk about, hey, David Dinkins had a very significant job before he became mayor, he was the Manhattan borough president back when it meant something, all right, it was the board of estimate, he was a major player, powerful, and now we got the former borough president of Brooklyn, uh, what else did he do? He was a state senator. Hey, if you really want to be a state senator, you can become one. It's not that hard. I mean, if you want to do it, you can. I don't recommend it, but you can. So anyway, uh, now he's the man. Now, why am I going to turn the page on Eric Adams? Look, look, I've said a lot of things about him. Some of it was, quite frankly, personal. I I just – but, you know, I said a lot. And every now and then, did I hit him below the belt? Maybe. Maybe. You know, he said he came forward and said he was dyslexic in school. I was actually dyslexic. And I know what that can do. So, um, I apologize for some of the things. I'm not, nobody told me to do this, by the way. No one said, oh, whoa, 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 you know, and I'm not asking for any favor from him or anything like that. Uh, but I do want the city to do well. My family is here. Um, we are in the middle of it all. And let's face it, under de Blasio, it's been a total disaster. We want to see improvement. And God would not have let him become mayor had he not had some grand plan. And I hope that grand plan includes Eric Adams' success. I really do. And he could meet the moment. He could. We're rooting for him. I'm rooting for him. And there's this as well. There's this as well. He just made a very interesting appointment that didn't get too much attention he made his top lawyer, I believe, uh, the chief counsel, somebody by the name of Brendan McGuire. Now, Brendan McGuire has sterling credentials. Uh, he's, I think he's like 40-ish, mid-40s, I don't know, former federal prosecutor. You know, I mean, those guys are good. And he's the son of a former police commissioner, uh, Bob McGuire, who served under Ed Koch. This is a guy who kind of makes the world go, you know, this, this, this type of person. Um, he has his fingers on the levers of power, and I don't know. I was just kind of – I was really struck by this appointment and the quality of this individual. And for Adams to go there – and I know he says he likes emotional intelligence. This guy has all kinds of intelligence. I assume emotional is there as well. So, you know, I'm not going to pick on him anymore. Uh, unless he screws up, unless he, uh, you know, I, I, I said pretty much all I wanted to say. And I'll tell you right now, there are a couple of things I said that I wish I didn't say. Um, and some of it was personal. So I uh, I wish him luck. And this man had a dream and he fulfilled it. And he managed to get himself mayor. Granted it was three votes in ten on some weird day in June and five months between the primary and the election and all kinds of stuff. But but there he is and he figured it out and he did it. So I wish him luck and I also wish uh the new police commissioner, Commissioner Sewell, a lot of luck as well. You know? And uh again, we're all we're all children of God and uh I, I just I, I this could this could be this could be amazing. This could be really special. All right. Let's hope. Let's hope. Um, in the meantime, do me a favor, though. Uh, <laughs> here I said I just was not going to ask for a favor, but I'm going to ask for a favor from the, uh, the, the the new administration. Don't listen to Joe Biden, please. All right. When it certainly when it comes to law enforcement matters. Now, I wasn't a cop. I was a Marine, a Marine Corps officer. But uh, the first time I ever visited police headquarters, I was in first grade. I think it was 1974. All right. So I'm not saying the NYPD's in my blood, but I think it's kind of in my blood. All right. So when Joe Biden, who's never done anything in 1974, he was in the Senate. He was already a United States senator. My dad was uh, getting promoted to p- lieutenant in the police department. This guy was a senator somewhere. what do you do as a senator? You raise money. You do favors. You ask for favors. It's just a slimy game, 99% of it. And then this guy, now president, thinks he knows things, comes out with this. Now, you know when somebody threatens to kill himself? You know, they're on top of the Brooklyn Bridge or some building, and invariably they call the cops. And the cops are very skilled at this kind of stuff. A lot of them undergo training, psychological training, you know, how to how to build a rapport with the guy. You know, don't jump. You don't want to do it. Here's why they talk the guy through it. And also, you want to have a cop up there because, well, cops are paid to risk their lives. And it's risky to go up onto a building and try to talk somebody out of killing himself. You know what those guys sometimes do? Number one, they could be armed. All right. They could take a couple of people with him. They could grab you, pull them down with you. All kinds of weird stuff can happen when you're hanging off a bridge. And what if the guy changes his mind? It may not be so easy to uh, climb back to safety. They got to use ropes. They got to use baskets. They got to use pulleys. I have pictures of this on my, on my Twitter. So here's Joe Biden, if you don't mind, offering his advice for how cops should handle it the next time a 911 call comes in. And some guy's on the Brooklyn Bridge who wants to jump. Cut 50.
4: Why is a police officer showing up to suicide threat someone trying to jump off a building? We need more social workers there.
2: Social workers and psychologists. He went on and on about this. Why is a police officer showing up? Because it's dangerous, you dummy. And because they have the training to deal with it, you dummy. And, oh, by the way, psychologists don't want to go to a bridge at 2 in the morning, you dummy. It really is amazing how out of touch he is. Oh, by the way, you know, there's homeless all over the place. You know why? Well, the police used to take care of that. They called it the Homeless Outreach Unit. You know what de Blasio did? He got rid of it, dummy. And now they've given it to social workers. Well, guess what? Those social workers, a lot of them don't like to go outside in the cold, believe it or not. They don't like to deal with the elements. Now, when you're a social worker or you want to be a social worker, when you study to be a social worker, in your mind's eye, what is that? What does that look like? Think about that for a second. Close your eyes and think. What does a social worker's life look like? In my mind's eye, it looks like somebody's at a desk and they're like counseling you like you're a gu- like a guidance counselor, like I used to have in high school. Don't get me started on those guys. Some of them are great, but eh. that's social work. All right. Mm, try these brochures. I, I just, you know, just it's office work. I don't think I don't think they sign up to go out into the street and, and, and talk to these lunatics. And I'm sorry. A lot of them are lunatics. Homeless people, basically speaking, have mental issues. You know that, right? I'm not. If you were fit mentally, would you find yourself in a in a vestibule on Madison Avenue with blankets and a box? No. That's that's sign of uh, of, of of mental illness. All right. The cops have to deal with that stuff. The cops do. An emotionally an emotionally dis- disturbed person an edp you need the cops oh by the way we're losing the cops because all that trashing that everybody did the demonization the stigmatization the stigmatizing of cops in the wake of george floyd totally overblown by the way that whole matter it was yep it was nobody wants to be a cop anymore imagine that thousands are leaving the nypd i heard almost six thousand are quitting and retiring Enough. Who needs it? We used to show up and we were heroes, or at least we weren't badgered. I saw some guy getting arrested the other day. He looked like he stole a car. I had no reason to think that, you know, there were like six people holding up cell phones, looking at this thing, trying to catch the cops, making a mistake. You shouldn't touch him like that. Shut up. Why don't you go to the police academy, huh? Why don't you – like I told Howard, you know, why doesn't he get a – why doesn't he try his luck at broadcasting? Why don't you try your luck at law enforcement? Go to the academy. First, apply. All right? Go through the psychological evaluation. Do all that stuff. Go through the training. All right? Get weapons training. Get all the training. And then you go out and see what it's like. No, it's much easier to hold up a stupid phone. And by the way, all these marches that are well, I guess you don't see them as much. But you see, them. we had one two weeks ago outside 800 people screaming about immigration. Like let people in, give If you noticed it's so easy to call for change in somebody else or in something else. I'm thinking about this a lot, you know. Um, I there are people in my life I can help. There are people close to me I can help. There's your neighbor. There's your coworker. There's, uh, I don't know, somebody who works in your building or on your block. Just we're all yelling and screaming about systemic this and cultural that. What about getting things right in your own family, in your own office, in the domain where you're operating? It's so much easier to call for change in others than to make change in ourselves or offer help to those that we actually have access to. I can go on social media and cry about uh, transgender rights in the swimming pool in Pennsylvania. You heard about that? And you know, just people, it's a hobby. It's, it's just a hobby to, to get upset about that or to think that she's being mistreated or she's uh, being treated too well or whatever your beef is. And, oh, by the way, I do have a beef with that. And there is some of that we we participate in a society and I get that but I think there are a lot of people hiding behind these larger causes so they can avoid whatever issues are present in their own lives What was a movie I saw it makes me think of this oh Forrest Gump which is a which is an overrated movie but it was okay So Forrest Gump, remember he had that girlfriend from uh, Greenbow, Alabama. They liked each other. And she didn't really like him. I mean, let's face it, Forrest was a little bit slow. So she went off and did her life and did drugs and all that stuff. And he, (laughs) well, Forrest Gump, you know, went to China, went to Vietnam, went to the White House. All those crazy things happened to him. He was always in the middle of it. Anyway, they link up in Los Angeles. Forrest and his girlfriend, or wannabe girlfriend, or whatever. And Forrest Gump sees her boyfriend hit her. This is in the 60s. He hits her. Like, bam! And then Forrest gets up and beats him up, and then she's like, leave him alone, Forrest, leave him alone! And finally, the thing settles down, and and, and he goes back, not Forrest, the boyfriend goes back to apologize. I'm sorry I did that to you. I'm sorry I did that. Uh, Yeah, I I wouldn't... uh, It's just that son of a bitch Johnson is in the White House. (laughs) Like, that's what he, that was his excuse. Lyndon Johnson was president and the Vietnam War made him mad. So he hit his girlfriend. That kind of thing. Hiding behind larger issues uh, to skirt responsibility. Know what I mean? I hope so. All right. Quick break for me. Shall return.
1: This is Greg Gulley
2: on 77 WABC. Hey, I love that Trump is uh, suing Letitia James. He just filed a lawsuit in federal court against Letitia James, the attorney general of the state who's been hassling him and hounding him and coming up with absolutely nothing. This is prosecutorial uh, harassment, mismanagement, mismanagement of our funds, by the way. That's a taxpayer office. Letitia James, what a piece of work. Suing her. Good for him. Good for him. Now, she should have recused herself from the get go. Who could do this? Who could run around and say stuff like this? This is Letitia James promising that she was going to go after Trump no matter what. Just a political son. We got to stop uh, with the electing of attorney generals. This should be appointed, an appointed position. It's appointed by the. Uh, president and the federal government, you shouldn't run for attorney general. There, I said it, all right? It's just susceptible to outright corruption. When's the last time anybody you know in real life talked to you about who they were voting for for attorney general, all right? Oh, I really got to make sure so-and-so gets in. No, it's decided by corporate elites and all those folks. Nobody else gives a damn. We're too busy in this country, and that's not a knock on the country. It's just the way it is. Anyway, because we took our eye off the ball, hey, maybe the answer is we got to focus more. If we're gonna, if we're gonna have these elections, we really got to pay attention. This is Letitia James. Does this person have any any uh, claim to public life? I don't think so. Cut one.
10: We'll never be afraid to challenge this illegitimate president when our fundamental rights are at stake. I believe that the president of these United States can be indicted for criminal offenses.
2: She goes on like this, by the way, illegitimate president, how so? What the hell does that mean? Cut two, please. Will you
5: sue him for us? Oh, we're going to definitely sue him. We're going to be a real payday. I know my name personally.
2: She's, I don't know if you could hear that. She goes, can you sue him for us? This is when she's running. Oh, yeah, definitely. We're going to sue him. We bleeped it out. It's no big deal. She said, I'm going to be his, the biggest pain in his ass. So what? You can say that on the radio. It's okay. Cut three, please.
10: We need to focus on Donald Trump and his abuses. We need to follow his money. We need to find out where he's laundered money. All of those transactions have happened here in New York City.
2: This is, again, when she's running, okay? And she's been there for a while. What have they come up with? Nothing. Uh, again, you got one more of uh, Letitia James being crazy.
10: We must do our job to ensure that the man... Currently occupying the Oval Office is held accountable to any and everything he has done.
2: Anything he's done. Sounds so dramatic. You got to sound that way when you have nothing. Now, let's see if she put out a statement yet. Uh, Oh, she has. The Trump Organization has continually sought to delay our investigation into its business dealings. Yeah, no kidding, because you're heading up the investigation, you freak. And this lawsuit is yet another attack. Uh, sounds like a pretty good, worthy counterattack. Mister Trump doesn't get to dictate this investigation. We will continue undeterred because no one is above the law. uh, <laughs> uh that was crafted by uh, a lawyer. <laughs> you know, that was they're in defense mode. That sounds aggressive. It wasn't that aggressive. They're uh, they're in some trouble here. They've got some exposure. Running around saying all that stuff like she did. What's the word? Prejudicial, perhaps? I think that's dangerous stuff. Mr. Trump is a private citizen right now, by the way. Oh, speaking of which, he, as a private citizen, was Bill O'Reilly. Have you heard about this uh, tour they're on? It's pretty cool. Bill O'Reilly and Donald Trump going to um, uh, several cities, and they're having... An interview session in front of thousands of people—they're selling out arenas. The fake news has been ridiculous about this. Oh, uh, empty seats? No, you know what? There were empty seats when Michelle Obama went on that truly phony, baloney book tour. That was empty seats. Th- these things are full. You can see it. Go to O'Reilly's. T- uh, go to—I my- haven't put it up. I've seen a bunch of the pictures. I should put them up on my—I will. Greg Kelly, USA. The arenas are packed. And it's just a one-on-one conversation. It's not a rally. Bill O'Reilly and Donald Trump. Here's Donald Trump uh, Ooh, on the vaccines. Uh, this is interesting. Go ahead.
0: We did something that was historic. We saved tens of millions of lives worldwide. We together, all of us, not me, we, we got a vaccine done, three vaccines done, and tremendous therapeutics like Regeneron and other things that have saved a lot of lives. We got a vaccine done in less than nine months. It was supposed to take from five to 12 years because of that vaccine, because of that vaccine, millions and millions of people. I think this would have been the Spanish flu of 1917, where up to 100 million people died. This was going to ravage the country far beyond what it is right now. Take credit for it. Take credit for it. It's a great what we've done is historic. Don't let them take it away. Don't take it away from ourselves. You're playing that. You're playing right into their hands when you sort of like, oh, the vaccine. If you don't want to take it, you shouldn't be forced to take it. No mandates. But take credit because we saved tens of millions of lives. Take credit. Don't let them take that away from you.
2: He goes on. uh, Do me a favor. Get the rest of that because they ask him about being boosted. And he's. we have that one, too. No? Okay. He actually, O'Reilly asked him, uh, are you boosted? And he says, yes. Um, and you know what? I guess I was looking for the nudge. I was looking for the nudge. I am going to get boosted now. I wasn't boosted. I got it twice. I was kind of, frankly, a, a little bit over it. It's a little bit over it. A little bit over people telling me what to do. But President Trump, you know what he did? He said it nicely and he put things in perspective. I don't think I've ever really been influenced to do something specifically by a public figure, until that moment. Do me a favor, get it, because it's important. Uh, it was in the original thing that I sent, by the way. Uh, I want to. Uh, I'm going to get boosted there, and it doesn't. And by the way, it's up to you. And just like the POTUS said, it's not. Um, it's not a mandate. All right. Nobody's ordering me to do it, but I. It's been suggested, and I'm. I'm doing it. Ooh, Eric in Manhattan has a very interesting question, uh, I'm told, about dreaming. Eric, what's up?
7: Yeah, well, since you had been having issues falling asleep, I was wondering if you ever heard of sleep sounds or, like, uh, lucid dream generators. You can find them on YouTube.
2: Well, I've um, heard of lucid dreaming, and what my understanding is lucid dreaming is a dream that I really have never had, where you're dreaming and you are aware that you're dreaming. Right. You're, you're you, conscious. You're conscious. We'll yeah, conscious, yes. I've exactly. never, I've never really had one. I would love to have one of those. I would love, so, I guess uh, once or twice I was like, I think I'm dreaming. And, and then, then you
7: wake up. When you, when yeah, you, pretty when much. When you realize you wake up. Yeah, so. This I, is different. How do you do, What so go. I would go for the sleep sounds first. Um, even if you're preoccupied by something, you can still work. It's just a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Um, it's just basically, they're all different kinds. You find one that works, so you just, all you have to do is listen to it. Try not to think of anything else, and you can, you drift off your sleep before you even know it. It's on YouTube? That can lead into, a, that, yes, yes, there, I can, there's a lot of good ones. That can lead into a, a lucid dream. All right, hold on
2: a second, hold on. I'm, look, sure, all right. Sure. All right, so you have these lucid dreams?
7: Uh, I haven't, I have, well, I haven't needed to recently. I've been kind of falling asleep naturally. What do you mean needed to? These really things,
2: are you kidding me? It would be so It'd much be fun. Trouble. No, yes, forget about is, falling asleep. Is, right? I want to have it a lucid dream for for the fun of it. Imagine if you could you could be in charge of your dreams and do whatever you wanted, and know that it's all a, it's all you know a game. It's all not not real. That would be great. It's
7: also just plain white noise. A lot of lucid dream generators are just plain. Well, white noise. I don't think. I mean, it may
2: kind. it may call itself a lucid dream generator. I don't know if it actually yeah. works that way.
7: Well, see the, how how I think it works is the the sound is not enough to. Uh, wake you up or keep you from falling asleep but like, you can hear it in your sleep so kind of that's how I think it all right. keeps you conscious
2: alright I'll check it out Derek thank you thank you I thought that uh, yeah lucid dream uh, that would be so cool imagine what you would do what I would do is jump out the window and go flying you know what I mean like I can fly uh, there are a few other things I might do too I don't know uh, I don't know uh, lots of things you can do if you could do anything you know and and, and it's all a dream alright what's our status i got to go. Be right there. This
1: is Greg Gulley on 77 WABC.
2: I mentioned uh, Bill O'Reilly and Donald Trump are on tour together. It's really cool. I think usually on Saturday nights they're in an arena, thousands of people in the in the crowd, in the stands, and uh, it's an interview. And O'Reilly is, of course, the interviewer. Great, great stuff, great questions, and great answers. And here's Donald Trump, I believe, on the on the vaccine and the booster. All right. Go ahead.
4: Both the president and I
2: are
0: vaxxed. And uh, did you get the booster? Yes. I got it, too. Okay. So. Um, oh, do don't don't, 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 that's a, a very tiny group
2: of. Very tiny group started booing and stuff like that. I get that, too, by the way. If I say I've been vaccinated, as I have on uh, the Newsmax show a couple of times and here, I always get a bunch of people saying, how dare he? And, oh, we knew we couldn't trust Greg Kelly. He got vaxxed. Well, that's my business, and I care to share it with you I'm allowed to do that. I didn't say you should get it. I'm not saying anything. But uh, that was my decision. And, oh, by the way, it was the president's decision. Good for him. And uh, he said out loud explicitly that, he doesn't believe in mandates, but by the way, they are using this. They're misrepresenting it. They're saying that vax reluctance is a, is a Trump thing. It's not. Quite frankly, it's a millennial thing. It's a communities of color thing. You can find all kinds of people from all walks of life who are vax reluctant, and it's their business. That's how I feel. Wait a second. Now, Maria, uh, you're calling from Short Hills. Now, you. I asked earlier because I see all these people showing up to get tested, On long lines with their cars, sometimes on the street. Do you know why somebody would do that? What's the big deal? Why go out and get tested?
10: Okay. So this has to do with my daughter. Um, I have a 20-something-year-old, very healthy daughter who who works in the city. She's fully vaccinated, plus she got her booster. In order to work for this company, which I can't tell you the company she works for because she'll kill me, Uh, she had to be. Anyway, now she came home last week and said, Mom, they're telling me that I have to get tested for COVID. I said, but Gabs? My name is Gabriella. Gabs, you're fully, you know, vaccinated. You have the booster. Nope, I have to. So she went crazy, finally finding a place and urging care to give her the rapid test. She went through hoops to finally get somebody. She went this past Friday morning, nine o'clock when it opened, got tested. She was told within forty eight hours she would be getting the test results. It's now like almost three o'clock on Monday afternoon. She's home now, can't go to work. Hasn't gotten her test results yet.
2: So that's uh, when did she get the test again?
10: Nine o'clock Friday morning.
2: Uh, well, I York. would say two business days. So she should have, hopefully have it tomorrow. But, I mean, look, so is that Crazy. why are you telling Crazy. me? I know uh, all these lines are for people because their employers told them to get the test. Is that it?
10: In her case, yes, it was. And she can't go to work. And now she tells me is that she may have to be quarantined for 10 days also. So she can't even get into her office.
2: And she's healthy, by the way. Uh, very, thank God. He's for it. 10 days. <laughs> Jeez. I don't get it. Uh, you know, nobody does. It's getting totally ridiculous. Fauci was on all four talk shows yesterday. Oh, please, I, it, dear God. I know. He just confuses the issue every time he opens his mouth. And now we find out that they're trying to badmouth anybody who disagreed with him. They're trashing him, smearing him. There were some interesting emails that emerged yesterday. Hey, uh, Maria, thank you. My best to uh, Gabby, okay? One more thing? Yeah.
10: Have a blessed and merry christmas and enjoy your little baby. She's a doll.
2: Thank you so much and uh, thank you for that. She is. She really is. It's amazing. And they're already we're seeing her personality. She's a little bit different from her older sister. Thank you Maria. Uh Carol in Queens. Hi.
10: Hi Greg. I'll tell you this is the best show I I've, I've ever heard from you. And and I have to say you are a treasure. I I was in a bad mood when I heard your your repartee with um, Howard. <laughs>
2: Which one? The one in Brooklyn or the Bronx? The dating guy or the... Uh...
10: The dating guy, the dating guy. Oh, my God, I was laughing so hard. I was crying. <laughs> you it a... took me right out of my bad mood.
2: <laughs> Beautiful. What was up? Uh, why were you in such a... I don't want to bring you back. No, never mind. Forget it. Well, I was... It's
10: all the garbage that's going on. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, and I have an answer for you, too. What? You know, you know what the main reason is for all those people showing up over there?
2: Yeah, what?
10: They're flying somewhere for Christmas, uh, and they have to have they have to have proof what within one day of flying.
2: Well, no, not necessarily. Uh, I thought. Uh, it, well, no, no, no. I mean, I, you're more right than I am, but I think that internationally, you got to prove it. To, you got, but you don't have to do that domestically. You don't. If you're flying oh, domestically, you oh. don't have to. Present a uh, a negative test to anybody. You can just get on the plane. I've flown in the past couple of months. I didn't. I didn't get tested. Um,
10: oh, okay. So
2: I still. I think. I think it's actually more the hysteria, the omicron, the omicron, the omicron. I mean, oh, if you're country. healthy enough, to, uh, but but look, I could. I just. I am curious about it. I'd like to know more. Let me know, Carol. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. We're happy we could turn that frown upside down. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Tommy. Hello. Tommy? Tommy, can you hear me? There he is. Yeah, of course I can hear you. Howard's got to go on
9: the, on the dating game. There, He's going to take a girl. He's going to take a lady to Minnesota, a football game in January when it's 20 below zero. That guy, he's got his priorities mixed up. But the, And that Carol sounds like the other Carol from New Jersey. It was like the Carol twins. Uh, the thing is, uh, Greg, if I can tell you this much, you're what? talking about... Um, I was watching TV the other day, right, and I saw Craig Carton, Nevin Roberts, knock over a George Washington statue. And the only reason why we found out about wait a, it a second, is wait,
2: wait, 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 Craig Carton, the the gambling uh, radio guy,
9: the gambling psychopathic host. Yeah,
5: right.
2: He's the back on who... the radio. He's back on the radio. Hey, well, look, I, I actually look. Hey, he did his time, paid his. T- you know, I mean, I am glad actually that he's that he's back. I am not the biggest fan, but I am glad he's back. Now all kinds of people are making signs at me. I can't tell if they hate him or they love him. What does Didino think? Let me know. He's, uh oh, ooh, he's not a Craig Carton fan. Hey, um, what do I know? Anyway, keep going.
9: You're the man, there, Craig. We all love you out here. Believe me. Listen, they, he, the only reason why I found out about it, he couldn't get out of there because the Washington statue fell on his leg. You guys don't like Craig Carton in that studio. Wait there. a second. What?
2: I, I, I don't. Craig Carton had a statue fall on his leg. No no Craig Carton and Evan
9: Roberts knocked the George Washington statue over and it fell on Carton's leg that's why we found When did out they do that it. are you serious? Yeah, come on I wouldn't make this up and he couldn't get out of there because you know the Washington statue Ah big. you're
2: making this up. Craig Carton no, didn't I'm not, do that. Craig, nah, come right. On, I'm not making it well, up. Well what's your come point? I got to get I got to I got to go. What's your point?
9: My point is you don't take a girl to Minnesota in the middle of January on a date when it's 20 below zero.
2: That, I agree with you. Tommy, you're 1,000% correct. Uh, thank you very much. Now, where the hell is this about Craig Gardner knocking over a statue? I would have seen this by now. He didn't do that. He wouldn't be so dumb as to do that, right? No, we didn't do that. All right. Uh, what's our situation? It's time. I shall return momentarily.
1: This is Greg Kelly on 77 WABC.
2: Hey, uh, are you worried about crime? Uh, Are you worried about crime? Don't be, because the Biden administration has come to the rescue. Joe Biden and his team have come up with a $1.3 billion package. Let's see here. Yes, Justice Department will award $1.6 billion to reduce violent crime and strengthen communities. Oh, boy, doesn't that sound great? Big press release from the Attorney General, Merrick Garland. I don't trust him, so I know this has got to be a Fruit Loop scheme. And going through this, blah, 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 blah. It totally is. Oh, boy. Grants assistance to nonprofit groups who can advance racial equity. In the administration of justice enhance the law. What the hell does this mean? This is walk around money. This is Democrats spreading money around to fly by night groups and some not so fly by night groups, but just as corrupt and weird. National Action Network, anybody? Hey, why doesn't Letitia James investigate the National Action Network? Why don't they open up the books on that place? So perverse what's happening right now. Al Sharpton running around calling himself a uh, uh, Martin Luther King the Fourth, racial justice crusader. This is the same guy who waged a racist boycott of Asian grocery stores in Brooklyn as an adult male. You know, I understand you do things as a kid, you're stupid, whatever. He was an adult. He was like 30-something years old. Engage in this stuff. Tawana Brawley, anybody? Tawana Brawley? Still a thing. All right. Uh, ooh, running out of time. So I will go through this. Uh, some of you guys have uh, been on hold for a while. Actually, Susan in Brooklyn, Yes.
5: Hi, Greg. Listen, I totally agree with you about everyone making an individual choice with the vaccine. But I do recall when you, you know, you mentioned a few times that you had a very bad reaction to the uh, first when you had the vaccine. And um, I have heard quite a few doctors. um, In fact, even on this station, Dr. Nicole Sapphire saying that the people who have had COVID, which you also said at one time that you
2: didn't know if you had it. Man, you really uh, take notes per- on all the stuff I say.
5: No, because I'm just very interested in hearing everybody's uh, I know, but you can't, um, you can't know, call, you know, call me on this stuff.
2: You can't call me out on this stuff. I'm just, you know. No, fill- I'm no. not
5: calling you out. <laughs> I'm not calling you out. No, it's, I'm, I'm only kidding. These
2: are fair points. You're that- right, and I did say all this stuff, so keep going. And, and no- I said it because it's true, but keep going.
5: No but that if you have the antibodies you maybe instead of getting the booster get tested just to see if you have the antibodies because the natural antibodies uh, the, the 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 synthetic vaccine just tries to mimic and it is not as good if you already have the antibodies why would you do the booster? Which quite a there's a lot of people who have had a bad experience with the booster.
2: All right, you're giving so me just something
5: because to... we love you and yeah. we need our conservative family and your beautiful family. You know, we don't want you to you know have a bad reaction. When if you have the antibodies, darling, you don't need the, a booster. Well,
2: I love it. Thank you. Look, I know that there are people who've been boosted and have still gotten the omicron. Nothing I'm worried about the omicron, but let me ask you this: How easy is it to get one of those? Um, uh, what did you call it? Antibody tests. How, uh, where do well, you go for that? I
5: think it's. Uh, you know what? Ask uh, Rudy Giuliani because he'll get tell Doctor Maria will tell you uh, exactly what. I'm going to go to Rudy do. for we medical
2: a, a, a advice. Family. I don't know.
5: No, because of Doctor Maria. Now, yeah, well, she knows listen, her stuff. You're, you're very right. resourceful. You can find out. I would just recommend it. I would hate to see you go get the booster and get you know on your. Not have a good Christmas and holiday or, I mean, yeah. or You'd be surprised. Or I am,
2: worse. I should be more resourceful. My wife is very resourceful, and I can be very resourceful, but I don't know. I mean, I got to go to the post office. I don't know how to do it. I just have no idea. And how do I find a box for this thing?
5: Just a That's, story you tell yourself.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, you mean I tell myself I'm not resourceful, therefore I'm not resourceful. I could tell myself I'm resourceful and I could be resourceful. You're right. Completely. You're right. But the thing is then I need energy to take care of all the other stuff that I want to get done. Uh, look, here's the thing. I can be very, very organized and take care of all the administrative stuff and be all about that. But then I find that I have no energy left over for the more important stuff I've got to do. I found, I've found i always found it very hard to do both things. I'm pretty good at the big things The small things, I don't know. I don't know. But you're right. I've been telling myself this for a long time. Maybe it's time to rewrite my story. Susan, thank you. I'll check it out with Dr. Maria, Rudy's uh, significant other there. And uh, thank you very, very much. It's a good point. Uh, I keep hearing about the antibodies and do I have them? And she's right. Now, I did get a – I had a really negative, you know, uh, moaning and groaning experience when I got the first vaccine. Not everybody does. But I did. Uh, Let's just see before I finish this. Is there anything else? Uh, I feel very bad for that woman, uh, Potter. Kim Potter, is that her name? The one in Minnesota? Okay, so she shot this guy. She shouldn't have shot him. It was an accident. We all know it was an accident. She said it was an accident. The prosecutors even believe it was an accident. Yet, um, they're they're trying her for manslaughter. Now, here's what should have happened. You sit her down at a table with the lawyers and they say, okay, you know, we got a, a guy lost his life. You know, you meant to use a stun gun, but you used a real gun. Now, someone's got to pay a price for that. What do you want to do here? I think they got to work something out. Instead, she's on the stand and she's crying. And oh, by the way, I totally understand when she cries when she tells this story. Rittenhouse, the other, on the other hand, when he cried, there was something weird about it. Although I, I'm glad Rittenhouse was found not guilty. When she cried, it seemed totally genuine. And she cried right after she shot the guy, by the way. So she knew what she had done and she felt terrible about it immediately. You know what? You know what, actually, also kind of I noticed about this, and no one else has noticed it. But during the trial, they asked her, What time did you show up for duty that day? And she said, 6 a.m. A 6, a, a 6 a.m. shift. You know, she's a mother of two or three, she's got kids. Showing up as a cop at 6 in the morning. Now, I know cops start midnight shifts. I know they start at 4 a.m., but that's tough. Anyway, she made a horrible mistake, and now uh, it's in the jury's hands. How many kids does she have? She has two kids. Two kids. I don't know. I just – oh, on MSNBC, they were making fun of her for crying. They were calling her a Karen – for crying and accusing her of fake crying. Um, Pretty disgusting, actually. There is a woman named Tiffany Cross, who's a... When it comes to... I'm sure she's a nice person, but when she put her in front of that television camera and give her a panel of woke guests, so hateful, so nasty. The same for Joy Reid. Yeesh. Two of them. I mean, any normal company in any normal time would be uh, having a very serious meeting about getting rid of these two. Especially Joy Reed, who's like just hates white people. It's right there. It's right there in the ge- the guests. This is another example of a white woman white womaning. What in the hell? Who runs that zoo? Hmm. Who really is in charge? It's like the the, the, the proverbial asylum. The lunatics are in charge. All right, almost out of time here. Jacqueline in Greenwich Village. Hi, Greg.
6: I hope I'm uh, in time to wish you a happy belated birthday, and uh, congratulations on your second daughter. And my wish is that uh, I'm very happy because I hope your mother imbues those two do- girls with her grace and style. I was so hoping that your father would run for mayor, if only to have your mother as the first lady of this city.
2: Oh, you're amazing, Jacqueline. Thank you so much. Have you ever met my mother?
6: Yes, I have, which is why I can speak with such authority. I've met your mother and your father. Wow. And they're lovely people, and you are the product of that love, and I'm sure your two daughters will be equally accomplished and stellar as your parents' children are.
2: You're so kind, Jacqueline. Wow. And, uh, well, I yeah, th- th- thank you, and you're right. I've, I'm totally blessed. Uh, tell me more, Jacqueline. What else you got on your mind?
6: Uh, Oh, let's see. Oh, the party thing. Uh, The reason there are such long lines. uh, If you go to a party where there are going to be people uh, from Actors' Equity, it's required that you have that PCR test. So a lot of those people, I think, are going to parties. I had to get one for a party that I was going to, and then the second party, uh, my result didn't come back in time, so I couldn't go. So that's a big part of it, but the lines are extraordinarily long. All right. And um it's the price we pay for COVID.
2: So these people are not there because like hmm I might have the sniffles. I, I just out of curiosity, they want to see if they, they have COVID because no, no, you would
6: never stand online for four hours out of curiosity in
2: this weather. No, 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 no. Uh no. yeah. I be I I about have a few of them because the the media's been so hyping it and hyping it and making everybody worry. Jacqueline Thank you so much, and thank, that clarifies a bunch of stuff, and thank you for your kind words. Uh, i got to go through the – Elaine is uh, standing by. Yes, uh, Elaine and Wayne.
6: Yes. Uh, uh, thank you for taking my call. I'm calling about the um, – a catalog I read, Tools for Freedom, and I mention COVID vaccines, all the side effects. And they cause infertility, heart inflammation, Guillain-Barre syndrome, death, blood clots, seizures, why would you get it, Kelly? Why would you I mean you could get vitamin D. Well, let me
2: ask you something. You ever see those commercials on T V and uh they're 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 advertising some drug? You know? Yeah? Yeah, they all, all they half, half the commercial effects, yeah. half the commercial is listing all the side effects. They have to do that for legal reasons. Actually I think Joe Biden, since he's pushing the vaccine so hard, should should list all the issues as well. My well my the reason Card- why
6: he's pushing them is because He's helping the pharmaceutical industry. They got him elected.
2: Yeah. That's uh,
6: payback to the pharmaceutical
2: industry. Okay, look, that may be, but Elaine, as far as me, you're like, why would you do it, Kelly? Well, I'll tell you. I mean, look, I weighed the risks. I'm relatively healthy. I'm very healthy, actually. And you
6: don't need it. It's all risk and no benefit. Dr. Nah. Tenpenny said it's all risk. Hey, and Elaine,
2: Elaine, you know what? That was my call, not yours. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's it's a free country. I'm not telling you to get vaxxed. I'm not even asking you if you got vaxxed. We
5: all love you, and we enjoy
6: your program. And we want you to be here a long time. God bless you.
2: All right. Elaine, you are very kind. Hey, by the way, do they still have the Wayne Manor in Wayne? There's a Wayne Manor. No kidding. Like, it's a little restaurant. I used to drive through Wayne all the time on the way to Vernon Valley Great Gorge, where I went skiing in junior high school. Do they still have Wayne Manor? You know what I'm talking about?
6: Yeah, I remember. I don't think they have it anymore.
2: I always was fascinated by that place, like Wayne Manor, like from Batman. And everything in Wayne is named Wayne this, Wayne that. You ever notice that?
5: Yeah, I
2: do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's very, you know, they're very proud of the town. And it's, it's, anyway, thank you very, very much. Thank you, David, Ronnie, Stephen. We'll talk later. I got to get ready for the Newsmax show. Oh, my gosh, just four hours to go. Thanks so much. Uh, whether you get boosted or not, that's up to you. I'll see you later.
10: Traffic jams, tailgating, pile ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse?